Hello, and welcome to what may be the final episode of Carry On Up The Misses. I'm Christopher, and this is The Misses. Hello, I'm Fiona. Thank you for downloading our podcast. I hope you enjoy it. So, as a way of rounding off our viewing of the Carry Ons, uh, we have kept till last the compilation film, That's Carry On. Did you enjoy that little trip down memory lane this evening, Fiona? I did. Mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy so much the format of Babs and Kenny unnecessarily introducing the clips. Oh. And then needing to pee. Yes. Well, I thought I was glad that they were quite good. Oh, well. And, 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 and the powder blue summer suit photographed excellently. Suited blue, a powder blue, colour of cloud the sky. Well, the Tim Boy fans. Justin Edwards. Oh, fans. I see. Similar. That's why. That's why you shouldn't have a podcast or anything. Because <laughs> who knows what rubbish you. Hey, this spout. is going to be a whole episode of you know the one that does this because I don't know any of their names. <laughs> so, but this isn't. That is not all we've watched. Carry on related since the last time um, we, we spoke to our, we dear, spoke listeners. To our dear listeners. Uh, because we also had uh, a, a, a fantastic double bill. It was a cheery of, night that night. Yes, uh, biopics, uh, the um, Babs uh, biopic, and uh, the, uh, Michael Sheen as uh, Kenneth Williams' Fantabulosa. Uh, very much the tears behind the laughter, weren't yes. they? Yes. Well, I mean, Babs was all about his, her affair with Sid James, really. No, that was Corb oh, Sorry. Oh, we did, are we not talking about that one? No, we've talked about that already. Have we? Yeah. Did you not remember? That was last week. Um, right, Babs, oh yes, everyone telling her she's a proper actress and not to do the carry-ons. Yeah. Which may be a little sad, but mm. this wasn't like her dream. No. I liked her, I liked the idea that this was what she wanted to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and also a, a sort of abandonment from her father. Mm-hmm. Which a lot kind of daddy of, issues. Kind of explains the Sid James affair mm-hmm. a bit, you know. And I think a bit the Ronnie, Ronnie Knight as well. Yeah. Just wanted to be looked after. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I thought I thought the production, the film, and everything was very well done. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the woman who played Babs, who was the same woman who played Babs in the other thing, Samantha Spiral. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was fascinated. Mm-hmm. I like to see. I feel I know them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to hear about their their lives, even though it was sad. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of connection there. And so mm-hmm. you were kind of drawn quite in deep. So, but then, if you thought that was sad, along came Kenny. Yes. And his cellophane uh, hob. <laughs> yes. Various other quirks as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, the 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 sad story of Kenny, I did know a bit about. I think mm-hmm. when you were reading his diaries, you kind of told me bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, that was when we were together, wasn't it? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, so. So it wasn't a huge surprise, though obviously portraying quite how, is it appropriate to say anal he was? Mm, yeah. Ironic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I didn't realise he he was celibate mm-hmm. from from pure fear, it looked like. It seemed like it, didn't it? Yeah. So that, that was sad because I think he would have been a better person if he would just relax a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and also he wanted to be in love Like yeah. we all do Yes Like we all do 
I thought I, I can I tell you what I thought the saddest bit of the whole Fantabulosa film was. Mm-hmm. It was the bit when he was um vacuuming just in his pants. Oh, and he told and his dad to go away. It. Yeah. And his father turned up, and he'd obviously had a very strained relationship with his father. Mm. Um. And you just kind of wonder. It's like I, I don't think I don't think those two things happened at the same time. Mm. Um, but you you kind of wonder what was his father because his father didn't seem to be coming round to you know belittle him or argue with him. Or I anything. think his father was in t- turmoil with himself. Yeah, I think he he hated what his son was, but he loved his son too, mm-hmm. and the only way he could cope with it was to try and avoid it as much as he could. But I think there was a very telling passage that was read out that was about um, that Charlie, which is his father, as soon as I was born, Charlie was redundant because the mm. mother just loved Kenny beyond oh, above, yeah, yeah. above everybody else. Till um, till the end. Which Yeah, which kind of suggested that, you know, perhaps Kenneth understood a little bit. Yeah. He empathised with what Charlie was feeling, although he didn't get on with Charlie, but that was more on a... But he didn't, He there wasn't a lot of hate for him. No. No. Do you think... I think it kind of was suggesting that, that the mother deliberately tried to kill the father by leaving the leaving the cleaning fluid uh. in a medicine bottle in the medicine cabinet. Mm. Um, and there was a sort of look at that point when she was telling that story um, from Kenneth, uh, from David Sheen. Michael Sheen as Kenneth. Um, do you think... This is we've got very dark very quickly. We'll, we'll get later in a minute. Do you think Kenneth Williams committed suicide? It's hard to tell because he was in a lot of pain, mm-hmm. and so I can I can see it that he he just wanted the pain to stop mm-hmm. more than actually thinking it through beyond no not wanting him to die but just wanting to keep taking the pills to make the mm-hmm. pain stop. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did write in his diary, what's the point of it all? But mm-hmm. he kind of said that kind of thing quite a lot. Yeah, he did too. I so I don't think diaries. that's conclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just don't think we'll ever know. Mm. I think one of the sad things is that I read or heard somewhere was apparently if he'd lived another five or six months, a new drug appeared that would actually have significantly reduced his pain from the stomach upset that he had. Well, he had an ulcer, didn't he? Yeah. The... I mean, why didn't they just operate on him? Well, I think they were offering the operation, but he was in two minds about having it. Was that just because of the pain of the whole ordeal? He was, just, he was scared of pain. Yeah. So he wouldn't volunteer to make the pain worse if it was going to make it better long term, because mm-hmm, he couldn't face mm-hmm, it getting mm-hmm. worse initially. Yeah. But, unfortunately, because we couldn't put our hands on a copy, the slightly happier... <laughs> Tears Behind the Laughter uh, story of Hattie. Uh, it ha- we haven't watched. No. Um, but we, we will do one day. And okay. I think we'll podcast about it, but uh, that's a little treat that you can you can look <laughs> forward to. Um, so, uh, the real purpose of this podcast was to sum up our whole experience of watching the carry-ons. You watch them all now. Mm-hmm. Although I say that, there's another similar um, 
television compilation called Carry On Lapping Christmas Classics, again with Ken and Babs doing some in-between bits that I've never seen or never managed to get my hands on in any way, shape or form. So if well, anybody that, that out there a shame. has a copy of that, I would be interested in seeing it. It's only half an hour long. You'd be thrilled by that. <laughs> um, I would be interested in seeing it. Uh, but, so, you've watched them all. Yes. Cast your mind back all those months. Years for you, my dear listeners, but months for us. Um, How long have we been doing this? Last October was the, when we first so started doing it. It's been more than a year, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, casting. casting. I can't casting. remember what happened yesterday. What you, so I know. I'll be useless at this. So, so you can't remember really what your view was then, but what's yeah. your view now? The Carry On films, tell us about them, Fiona. I like them. There are mm-hmm. elements of them which are charmingly dated. And there are elements of them which are very upsettingly dated and unacceptable. But they're light-hearted. They're not challenging big ideas. Um, I like the actors in them. I think for, as we saw in the biopics, for one reason or another, we ended up getting quite good actors mm-hmm. doing this kind of thing, which mm-hmm. is probably part of the reason it was so successful. Um <clears throat> And 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 despite all the uh, the upsetting, unacceptable behaviours that you saw, mm-hmm. I still am very fond of them and the people in them. So, do you think they should continue to be shown all of them, or are there some that you would say I would just no, you're not don't look at that. Now, there's a couple of scenes that spring to mind when I was when you asked me that, mm-hmm. um, that I think are too much. To be shown nowadays. Okay. So the one that I think it must have been Carry On at the Kyber, um, when I think Babs is being chased. No. It was um, no. Frankie. Anyway, the line was the the man says, "I'm a boxing blue," you know, as if he was going to beat up. The belly dancing woman. Oh yes. Now that's always stuck with me. Mm-hmm. How is that spying? I don't. There was belly dancing involved. It doesn't yeah. narrow it down that Does, much. No, no, that's true. It doesn't <laughs> narrow it down that much. But yes. So um, that's one scene that I think shouldn't be shown. Mm-hmm. Now I've got another one similar. Is I've written garden assault outside ball. Is that off you off with your head? One? I think that was don't lose your head. All oh, right. Okay. But you know the one I mean the. I, I remember being was going no no and he wasn't taking no for an answer. Mm. Can't, I can't really. I mean, as I say, I'm not very good with this kind of thing because I don't remember the details. Yeah. But I remember. I I, I think there are scenes like that, which means they. Sh- I mean, like, to be honest, the film could be cut out. It could be shown if these things were cut out. Mm-hmm. But I don't think these things should be shown. Okay. All right. And I think there's twenty four what we used to call com- comedy rape. Well, quite, well, there was quite a bit of that, yes. That's the bit, so, I mean, mm-hmm. I th- and, and there came a point when we started watching that it stopped happening, like, in the eras. Mm-hmm. So, um, but in those early ones, I think it needs to be edited. All right, okay. What okay. do you think? I think I think I agree with you. I think I agree with you in that there are some scenes that's like, yeah, you can't do that. I remember particularly with the last two Christmas specials, both have very uncomfortable 
the the seventy two one I think has one rape gag in it, which is like, but you're past it. But I still remember the nineteen seventy three one has a whole lot of problems about Barbara Windsor supposed to be a thirty year old girl, and then there's quite there's quite a long sort of drawn out if you like comedy sexual assault in that one as well. I just think like oh. I wouldn't show this again. Mm. I can't, you know, you can't, that can't be defended. It uh, shouldn't be defended. Um, to be frank with you, I think anything, the like of Carry On Girls is almost too problematic to yeah. show. Uh, I think England is, is similar to that as well. So, what that's about Behind? One, behind's the one in the, car, the caravan holiday. Well, that's I don't think Barrett Farhang was too Just bad. Just the name of it. Yeah. Um, um and Emmanuel, I think, yeah. is also. You know, I would, I would be interested to see the real Emmanuel now, because <laughs> well, it's a totally different podcast. <laughs> but I, I think it would make the other one more sense. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's quite that sort of direct parallel. And I think that, that is actually to move on to the certain topic is one of the things about them is that the, the films, that even the films that are parodies of other. Films tend to be parodies of our film genre rather than mm. a single film. Uh, we had cowboy films and we had yeah, yeah, so, pirate yeah, films, and... historical epics, mm. French Revolution, Scarlet Pimpernel type things. Um, yeah. Uh, well, do you think you will ever willingly sit down and watch one ever again? Yes. Oh. Which ones? I think seeing the clip thingy that uh-huh. we just did. Um, that make you want to watch more of them. It, it, I, some of the early ones, I was like, oh, these are, these are good. And I think, you know, now I've seen the full canon, is that the right thing? Mm-hmm. I think I would appreciate the early ones more. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know we're going to go through in probably minute detail, which are my favourites, but mm-hmm. um, like the, the medical ones and things like that, I think I would like to watch them again. Mm-hmm. Maybe not now. <laughs> You know, in five years' time. Yeah, 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 yeah. You said something, because in preparation for this episode, I have listened back. You I don't think you've ever listened to any of the pod, previous podcasts. Only you? when I was listening with you in like, the car or whatever. All right, well, that was very early on. Yeah. Um, you said something, because we kind of did this a third of the way through and two-thirds of the way through. Yes. Uh, I kept telling you we were like a quarter of the way through and things like that, and you, oh, we laughed. Um, but you said something <laughs> two-thirds of the way through, which was after Up the Jungle, um, you said that they'd moved, the films had moved from domestic situations mm. to have wider horizons, both geographically and historically. Mm. And I think you were absolutely right. But hearing that in preparation for this made me think about the subsequent films. And I think actually that then... Narrowed again. They narrowed again. So your last sort of three or four, um, <laughs> Girls Behind England... Girls Behind England. Girls Behind England and Emmanuel (laughs) really bring the focus back to domestic matters. That's true. It's almost like they lose their ambition. And I thought watching this that there comes a point. Funding for sets and that. Yeah. Well, I thought watching this that there comes a point around about Carry On Cleo, I think, when suddenly. These look like um, can these look impressive? They look like Cleo nice looked films. Impressive, I remember that. But even I think Cowboy looks impressive. Screaming looks impressive. Yeah. Head, don't you know, head looks impressive. Even follow that camel um, up the Khyber, uh and then I think around about sort of again, Doctor Henry looks good. But then your convenience, it starts to all look a bit cheap. Yeah. 
Um, although I think actually probably more money was always being spent, but it was just you know it wasn't it wasn't being used in quite the best way that it could. But I would still say that yeah, I love them. And so you've enjoyed watching them all again. I have. have. I mean, there were some I hadn't seen before. I I think I mentioned that on a few occasions. Um, But yeah, I have. Um, I've seen some of them slightly different lights. I was very young when I watched some of them. That's what. Do you think too young? I don't know. Because I mean, the things that we're finding upsetting Mm -hmm. are not so uh, would go over the heads of the young. But that's the problem. Okay? Mm. If you're not finding it upsetting, then you're just accepting it. I mean, I watched Carry On Spying when I was, you know, 11, 12 years old. And that has a, that has a comedy sexual assault in it. And you do wonder, okay, how, how, does that have an effect on your attitude towards things? Yeah, that's like true. That? So, I don't, I, I, I genuinely don't know. I, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't defend them or, mm. or denigrate them from that, from that point. But I would say that, um, and I wanted to move slightly on to some emails that we've had from listeners. Oh, yeah. Have you been saving these up? I, I kind of have been saving these <laughs> up, yeah. Um, it wouldn't have happened all in the last week. So we've had an email from Fred, who says, Hello, uh, Fred. Dear Fiona and Christopher, oh, love I like, the show. I like the fact <laughs> you put me first. Thank you very please, much. Please don't. Um, I uh, hope I won't inspire a Charles Hawtrey style sulk in Christopher by billing the missus first. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to get in touch to let you both know how much I enjoy the podcast. I've been a big fan of the carry-ons since my mum introduced them to me uh, some time back in the early 90s. And last year I decided to watch all of them again. You can imagine my delight when one day as I was idly checking out if anyone had ever done a podcast about them, I came across the first three episodes of yours. I've been hooked ever since and I'm always very happy to see to see a new one appear for download. Like everyone, I think. On, on cat-like state of readiness, yeah. aren't you guys? Uh, it's good to hear other people's opinions of them, as so few of my friends have ever seen them. You really make the show fun with all the usual features. Your wild tangents, ident being the latest. I remember the one we spoke about ident. Uh, Fiona's disapproving hints that Christopher's an eye for the ladies. <laughs> Meet no. And even your mild squabbles. No, that surely doesn't happen. I will take your silence as complete agreement. Uh, I have to say I agree with Fiona about up the Kaiba. Now, this is interesting. Because you were not impressed by Up the Kaiba when we watched it. Really? Yeah. Well, I've, I've put it quite high uh, now. You have I? now. <laughs> uh, but I wonder if that's because... how bad wow, they cut. Then I saw Carry On England. Um, uh, he, his friend says, uh, in the, whilst it's good, its reputation seems more based on it having a coherent plot rather than it actually being the funniest. I won't say what I think is the funniest one as it's not come up yet. So that was well, a while ago that he wrote that. Not that long ago. Worryingly suggests that one of his favourites... I suppose he's listening to the podcast, and they're yes. only on uh, Loving. So, yeah, I suppose there's a couple after that that you could do your favourites. Thanks again, and carry on the great work. You see what he did there? Okay. see what he did there. Uh, he also tells us that the word, the word toilet, if you remember our obsession yes. with him not using the word toilet, was used twice in Carry On Camping, in the scene where Peter and Harriet Potter, uh, Terry Scott and Betty Marston, are discussing the merits of camping versus going abroad. But in classic, it was a different time style. Harriet believes all foreign toilets to be peculiar. But they do use the word toilet. So thank you very much for your email, um, Fred. Uh, we also have an email from uh, Colin, uh, who says, Hi both. Love the show. <laughs> Don't. I've just discovered your podcast, and I've worked my way through all of them so far, so I want to send you a note to say thanks and keep up the good work. 
I grew up watching and loving the carry-ons, and I'm pleased to hear that for the most part, Fiona has come round how good they are. <laughs> if you manage to complete your task, which we've now done, uh, I'd really like to hear your thoughts on some other British comedies of the 50s and 60s. In particular, as so many of them star carry-on actors and many are neglected classics, I'd particularly recommend Watch Your Stern, The Big Job, In the Doghouse, Bob Monkhouse's Dentist Films, Two-Way Stretch, great film, Two-Way Stretch, Nurse on Wheels, Wrong Arm of the Law, Crooks Anonymous, Raising the Wind, Twice Round the Daffodils, Make Mine Mink, Captain's Table, and the confusingly titled Carry-On Admiral, among others. Now, I'm, I've never heard of any of them. Never heard of any of them. I, I'm maybe vaguely aware of the Bob Monkhouse did something to do with dentists. Dentists. I've never seen those. Um, Two-Way Stretch is a great film. We should, we should really watch that. You're going to make me watch that now? Yeah. We, Can we just, like, watch it without... Yeah, we have a podcast on it. Okay. In fact, I'm thinking it's kind of it's a good Christmassy. It's not Christmassy, but that kind of is it family holiday. Well, it's not quite family really in so much as can it's you know it's not for kids. It's not going to be whiz bangs etc. Uh, but certainly, mums and dads and grannies could be watching that. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah, uh, I've seen the wrong arm of the law, and I've seen raising the wind, which is actually a very sort of a half carry on half doctor James Robinson just Kenneth Williams is in it Jordan Sims is in it and it's about I think I think they are medical students but they're also in a, in a sort of band a sort of classical quartet Twice Round the Daffodils is a medical comedy uh, and I've also seen Carry On Admiral I didn't think it was much cop at all I have to say but um, what Colin did do is he sent us his ranking of all the films which gave us an idea which would be that we would also rank all the films. This rank, rank stupidity. Oh, that was my joke. Oh, sorry. That's what I, was... I didn't say it. No, it's fine. That's what I was expecting. <laughs> so. Are we going to compare ours to Collins as well at the end there? We may do that, yes. I've also looked up um, what the ratings are on the Internet Movie Database and Rotten Tomatoes to give us some idea of a wider pool of uh, who's into what. So. Okay. <coughs> Shall we start at the top or shall we start at the bottom? Start at the bottom. Starting at the bottom then. Well, this is, <laughs> these are all pretty straightforward. Um, your bottom. <laughs> I, ha- I haven't done like the Christmas specials or anything. Yes, I've, I have ranked the Christmas specials. Although I would imagine, let's just say, carry on laughing. That'd be right at the bottom, wouldn't mm, it? Yeah. <laughs> so I think you put carry on laughing right at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um I have put Carry On England right at the bottom. Right. I just thought I, I thought it was almost irredeemable, uh, Carry On England. Um, laughing was one off the bottom for me, uh, and for you was Columbus. I didn't like Columbus. Well, that's the one I fell asleep through. Yes. I put Columbus a bit higher than that, but I, I would accept that some of that might be nostalgia. Um, but we tell you what Colin says. Colin's bottom is England, so good work. Um, and one up from that is Emmanuel. Emmanuel is also the bottom of IMDb, and Columbus is the bottom of Rotten Tomatoes. So your bottom five, let's say, are Columbus, Emmanuel, England, behind and abroad. Uh, my bottom five are England, Carry On Laughing, Carry On Stuffing, uh, Carry On Girls, and Carry On Jack. All these, I think, are worse than Carry On Emmanuel generally taken to be the bottom of the of the pile. I'm going to take issue with Carry On Abroad being as far down there because that is my number six. Really? Yes. Butterworth's finest hour and a half. 
I think, I mean, probably on reflection, and I didn't give this a lot of thought. No. Um, I could agree, I could probably bump them up, but to mid-table, not to top. Mm. The thing I think, I think, I think abroad would be interesting. It's farce. But they're all farces. I know, but it's a farcy farce. It's a physical farce, if you know what I mean. It's, it's just things falling over and breaking and, It's not clever. I think, I I mean, I I would also accept that perhaps I would rate that a bit more highly than perhaps it deserves on the basis that it is the last hurrah for the whole gang. Uh, And the last scene, if you remember, they go back and they're all in Sid and Joan's pub and everybody suddenly arrives in the last scene. Oh, yeah. I I remember watching it this time when we were were watching it. I didn't mention it at the time because I didn't want to sort of give the game away to you and spoil it, but I thought they should have stopped it there. Because that was a brilliant ending scene. Everybody's happy. All right, stop now. Uh, because Charlie doesn't come back after that, mm. and then you know we're Kenny's or Harley only every now and then. Sid's only in a couple more, etc. Um, so that's those the, sort of the bottom um, ones. Um, shall we just race through going up the list? Okay. Or, right. Okay. So this is Fiona's list. Uh, so we got to abroad. Feel free to comment. Okay. Then Jack. Yeah, Jack's down there. Uh, then follow that camel. Uh, up the jungle, which I seem to remember you quite enjoyed. Up the jungle. Did I? Mm, this is one that people will be wondering about. Uh, out of what thirty films, you've got Carry On Screaming as, as the twenty second. As twenty second worst. I do like it. It's a it's a definite classic. It's the maybe one that turned so. me on to it. it maybe so, but it's just. I, I think I don't like Hammer Horror films. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's put me off. I don't know. Mm, okay. Uh, then just one above that, you've got Carry On Dick. But I thought you loved Dick. I do love Dick. I didn't like that Dick. <laughs> Carry On with his flintlock cocked. Was it that flintlock cocked? Yes. Uh, then Don't Lose Your Head uh, and Girls. Uh, at your convenience, I would have that not much higher, but a bit higher. Uh, we're now at number uh, 17 for Carry On Henry. 16 for Carry On Cowboy. I think Cowboy's really good. I know you didn't like Cowboy. Just like The Prisoner. Yeah. Well, you, you like The Prisoner. I didn't like The Cowboy episode. Oh, that's true. That's true. I don't like Cowboys. I think I am quite influenced by either liking or disliking mm-hmm. the genre the that genre. they will take the piss out of. Okay, so 15 is Carry On Cruising, uh, 14 Carry On Loving, 13 Carry On Camping. Is that higher than you expected? Mm, lower than I expected, okay. really. Uh, 12 Carry On Constable, and 11 Carry On Teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, interestingly, I have Teacher and Constable together as well, uh, as we will see. Right, so just to go through my, get me up to my um, top 10. Top 10 uh, England at the bottom. Uh, Laughing's above that, Carry On Stuffing above that, Carry On Girls, Carry On Jack, I remember saying that Carry On Jack just wasn't funny. Yeah. Uh, Carry On Emmanuel above that, uh, Behind is 31st, Christmas 1973 is 30th, Columbus is 29th, Don't Lose Your Head is 28th. Interestingly, we both put Don't Lose Your Head quite low down. It is Colin's favourite. Mm. Colin's favourite, Don't Lose Your Head. Well, I'm surprised at that. Although it comes up high in IMDb, it's the fifth most popular in Rotten Tomatoes. It's the eighth most popular. 
There you go. Maybe we're not getting that. Maybe we should. Maybe that's one we should give another go to. Maybe. Uh, so that was 28th for me. Again, Doctor is 27th for me. You've got that quite a bit higher. Now, I may be getting the medical ones all merged into one. <laughs> all right. Again, Doctor was the slimming cure. He ends up going to the Beatific Islands where St. James is halfway through. I found it to be very echoey and suddenly everybody looked old. That was what I remember about Again, Doctor. Uh, I might be getting that confused with Jungle. Ah, mm, I did. I thought I was on because you did seem to enjoy up the jungle at the so time. So I'm, I think I'm thinking of when he went to the island. Ah, um, okay. sorry. All right. Um, so where was I? That was twenty seven, twenty six. Let's follow that camel. Oh, I like Milko, but uh, he didn't fit in. We'll, we'll talk about him later. Will we? It, Let's talk about him now. No, you said we're going to do the people. people. All right, okay. Um, one above that, 25th carry on Henry. Uh, above that, carry on Dick. Above that was the Lord Peter Flimsy episodes of Carry on Laughing that I did actually rather enjoy. But I did not. You did not. Uh, <laughs> I really think Carry on Laughing came out where this ground to a halt because it was a slog to get mm, through those episodes yeah. of Carry on Laughing. Um, carry on Sergeant, 22nd. Carry on Loving at 21. Cruising at 20, uh, the Karen Laughing episode Orgy and Bess, uh, which was the one with Hattie as Elizabeth I. Uh, I thought that was the best episode of Karen uh, Laughing. Uh, Up the Jungle at 18, Constable 17, and Teacher at 16. I was surprised how low I ended up with that because I remember Teacher was, was one of my favourites uh, back in the day. Uh, at Your Convenience was number 15. Uh, carry on again, Christmas, which is Treasure Island, was number 14. Uh, carry on, Matron, number 13. Uh, regardless, 12th. And just outside the top 10, and I thought that was pretty controversial, before you put it down at number wherever you put it, 22, was Carry on, Screaming, was my number 11. Okay, stand by Screaming. All right, so we're into the top 10 then. So Fiona's top 10 Carry on films. Now, uh, number 10, Carry on up the Kyber. Now, just to give us a gauge here, how good a film do you think Carry On Up The Kyber is? Like, compared to other good films that you enjoy. Like, is it, oh, it's rubbish, but it's the 10th best of these. Or it's like, yeah, it's a good film. Solid film. Probably it's rubbish, but the 10th good of these. <laughs> All right, okay. Tell me when they start getting to be the point where you would go, this is a good film. I don't think I ever would. Well, you never would. Even your number one is not a good film. no. <laughs> have you wasted a year no, of your life? No, I've enjoyed it. <laughs> but you can't then compare it to, like, a James Bond film or anything. Well, interestingly, you <laughs> soon will be able to. Uh, okay, uh, my number 10 is Carry On Christmas, the first TV special. Well, that's not even in my list, so that's not a comparison. Okay. I did enjoy it, though. Your number nine, then, is Carry On Sergeant, the original, you might say. Mm. And you did, you, you seem to for, have forgotten about that, that was the first one, <laughs> when you watched this. was the first one? Yeah? Oh, I thought it came much later. No, it was more as a sergeant, because uh, I didn't recall Bob Monkhouse being in it until we just saw it again. Mm -hmm. uh, my number nine is Carry On Spying. Um... Your number eight is Carry On Again, Doctor, which you think might actually be Carry On Up the Jungle. Yeah. Um, my number eight is Carry On Nurse. At seven, you have Doctor, Carry On Doctor. 
and I have carry on Cabby. Uh, at six, you have carry on Cleo, and I have carry on Abroad. Um, at five, you have carry on Spying, and I have carry on Camping. At four, you have carry on Matron, and I have carry on Up the Kyber. At three, you have carry on Cabby, and I have carry on Cowboy that you put way down mm. the bottom there. Uh, at two, you have carry on Regardless, and I have carry on Cleo. So your favourite carry-on film, although it's still not a good film, is Carry-On Nurse. Yes. And my favourite carry-on film, which I would tell you is a good film, is Carry-On Doctor. So, uh, for interest, as we know, Colin's favourite was Carry-On Don't Lose Your Head. Uh, IMDb's top rated is Carry-On Screaming. And Rotten Tomatoes is Carry-On Up the Kyber. Uh, Cleo seems to be the most consistent one. Mm Mm-hmm. I've got it second, IMDb's got it third, and Rotten Tomatoes has got it fourth, and you've got it sixth. So I would almost hazard to say Cleo's the one to show people and say, yeah. boom. And I remember it's it being also, gag, gag, gag. And it's also not so cheap. Mm, mm-hmm. So people won't That is true. That. Interestingly... So did you think, my apart from the ones you pointed out, I'm surprised at how similar our lists are. Like I was able think? to spot the good ones. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, I wouldn't argue with Nurse regardless, Cabby. Matron. As I say, the medicals yeah. might all be missed. Spying, Cleo, Doctor, Sergeant, up the cable. They're all, I would, ones, I would, okay. I'd put all of them pretty high. Um, interestingly, when we were a third of the way through after Carry On Spying, you said that your favourites were Carry On Regardless, Carry On Cabby, and Carry On Spying. And they all remain in your top five. Yeah. And when we were two thirds of the way through, you said regardless, Cleo Sergeant and medical ones. Mm. So your view didn't really change very much there. Uh, You always mentioned Jack as being an unpopular one, and there it is, five from the bottom. Uh, You then spoke about Cowboy Screaming and Camel, um, which are all still down the bottom for you. So I've always hated screaming. Yes, yes, you've no, no, I'm I'm not saying you've changed your mind on that or anything. As much as you want me to. No. Uh, so, if you could, which would you try to get further up my list? <laughs> I'm not sure I care enough. Oh, okay. Sorry. Our listeners might care. <laughs> right, so... Just look down the bottom of my list and go, oh, I quite like that one. Again, Doctor, regardless. Regardless. So that's not low, like. is it? Is that... That's not my list. This is my list. Oh. <laughs> um... I didn't think Girls was that bad. Oh, I thought Girls was rubbish. Um, Girls was a bit, it started to be a slow behind. The camel one? Nah, I didn't like the camel one. I'm not going to change your mind. Oh, no, no, fair enough, fair enough. Also suggestions and tell me no. Okay. I would try and get abroad further up your list. Okay. So who knows how that might happen. (laughs) So... Who's the best out of the carry-on actors? Well... The big carry-on actor woman. Out of the... It's a bit of a toss-up. Is it? Hattie or Hawtrey. Hattie or Hawtrey? Well, you've actually got a number one. Yeah, I've written them in order. Oh, right, okay. Hattie or Hawtrey, right? Okay. I think it's Hattie. Mm. But more because... She's in less than you think. I know. But, but, that, but then she must make an impression if you've got a number one. Aye. Uh, but Hawtrey kind of was in it being a bit rubbish. 
Uh-huh. Whereas Hattie never did that. It's always good. Mm. Um, then I've got Kenny. Mm-hmm. I'm Kenny gonna, Williams. Um, yes, I'm probably going to um, mm-hmm. miss some key people out. Okay. Babs. Okay. Peter Butterworth. Ah, Peter Butterworth. I remember when Peter Butterworth first came in, you didn't like him in Cowboy, because you don't like Cowboy. And even screaming you weren't too sure about, but by Don't Lose Your Head, you'd been you'd succumbed to the glory of Butterworth. Bernard Breslau. Oh, Bernard Breslau. Kenneth Connor. Kenneth Connor, you always liked him. Jim Dale. Jim Dale, mm-hmm. Who have I forgotten? That's pure. Joan Sims. <gasps> Joni! Um... <laughs> Quick, give me a page to write it on. <laughs> to write it on the list. Right, I would put, oh, oh, probably oh. under Butterworth. Okay. Sorry, Joe. When when Joan Sims left for four films, um, oh, maybe maybe more than that. No, Cabbie, uh, cruising Cabbie, Jack, Spine. I almost thought that it was getting ready to halt, and you were going to go. I'm not watching anymore because Joan Sims seems to have disappeared. I really worried that you weren't going to make it to Cleo for Joan Sims to come back. So, Sid? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, he was such a mainstay, but did I like him? I have to say, I think I think everybody, I think there's one of these are two good people in the world. I think there are Sid people and there are Kenny people. Well, I'm a Kenny person, I think. Yeah. I, I put Sid above Jim Dale. Right. And for how many of them need to be in a film for it to be a carry on? Five. Five. You just pick that number. Five. Five of them in a film. <laughs> that's a carry on. Yeah. Everything else not a carry on. Yes. Which is why after abroad it goes pretty much to cock because then you're struggling. Yeah. I would just make a one shout out to. I've got more. Oh, oh, sorry, carry on then. So there's two women I want to give a shout out to who I don't think are called Carry On, and I don't know their names of. Um, (laughs) I don't know their names. Oh, them. The the one that was always the dowdy secretary. Patsy Rowlands. Yeah. She's 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 good. The female Butterworth we called her because she was always good. And uh, the woman that was in Carry On Screaming and others, loads of them. Blonde. Oh, Angela Douglas. Yes. Yes. I quite liked her. Yes. I think she's very good at the young, for a young female character. That wasn't all flat. That's what yeah, happened if at the they're beginning. Sexy, they're, just, they're just. It's Barbara actually, Windsor. Yeah. If they are romantic. Yeah. It's Angela Douglas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've got another section called Interlopers. Interlopers, okay. Who doesn't belong in the carry-on? Well, no, the, these are, like, guest appearances. Like, you know them from other things, but... Okay. They, you have to say, get thee behind me, the name of the person. Like, you're not you, I don't want you here. That's how you have to introduce each person on this list. I don't really understand, but if I start with the best, or start with the worst. Oh, the worst, the ones you don't want in it. Get thee behind me, Bilko. Oh, uh... Yeah, but if you'd seen Bilko, he's great in Bilko. Aye, and he was great being Bilko in this as well. <laughs> Get me behind me, Phil Silvers. And he was looking at the camera and playing out and all the stuff that isn't is wrong mm, for these films. Okay. Now, the rest aren't Get Thee Behind Me. Oh, you like them? 
okay. like the rest, but the, the one I like the least, okay. June Whitfield. Oh, okay. Then Bob Bunkhouse. All right. Then Frankie Howard. Ooh, Frank. Now, I can I say, I've always thought of Frankie Howard as an interloper, and I didn't like him in the carry-ons. But actually, watching it this time, I think I actually... I almost think he might make the films that he's in. And yeah. I, part of the reason why I think I put Doctor number one is because Frankie Howard's in it. Certainly seeing him at Doctor in, the, in that clip thing mm-hmm. was was a nice moment. I mm-hmm. remember mm-hmm. better better than some of the other ones he's been mm-hmm. in. And if you remember the Christmas special, he, he just... He owned that. Yeah, but he owned that being Frankie Howard. Yes, it wasn't yes. a carry-on thing. Yes. Uh, Roy Castle. In the other cable, yeah. Mm-hmm. Terry Scott. Oh, see, I think Terry Scott is core. He's not in many, but I think he is core. He fits right but in. My favourite interloper was Cribbins. The Cribbins. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just say a shout-out to somebody who um, I think made the last few films bearable? And especially made carry on laughing bearable, and that is Jack Douglas. Yes. I don't think I could have coped without with without Jack Douglas in those films. When we first got the Titimus thing, Mm -hmm. I was not a big fan. You weren't. But it it grew on me. Yeah. And And then I like the Titimus. And and then I was annoyed when it went away. (laughs) Yes. So no, Jack Douglas was very good. I would agree with you there. Well, on this subject, I've got you a little present. That I hope you will like. Oh, it's wrapped and everything. And it's uh, great, vis- great uh, audio uh, uh, ideas. This. This gonna open the parcel closer to the microphone than I am, so probably drowning out all this. Let's say thank you. It's for a t-shirt. All you've done. Is it a t-shirt? Yes. Mm-hmm. I think we have one end of it open. Or... Not uh, from red bubble, I think. No. <laughs> no. No. Here's what you think of it. Describe it for our listeners. It is black. Sid and Kenneth and Charles and Joan and Hattie and Bernard and Kenneth and Jim and Barbara and Peter and Jack. I like it. <laughs> so this is like a call out to anyone else who might know. Yes. If they, if you, they see you walking down the street. Is why you're asking me? <laughs> are you aware of band member t-shirts? Yes. Yes. And I wasn't. They were all the rage a few years ago. <laughs> So is this kind of what they did? This is what they look like. So it would say like John and Paul and George and Ringo. But this would say Sid and Kenneth and Charles and Joan and Hattie and Bernard and Kenneth and Jim and Barbara so where and, did they, and Jack. Where did they draw the line? Well, I, I invented this. Oh, sorry. I did this. You can't buy them. They're not <laughs> of a car battery. <laughs> well, thank you very much, darling. Oh. I love it. Oh, well, well wear it as pyjamas. While we're thanking... <laughs> Um, I would like to see, because I can't Oh, ask. wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait. sorry, you've got more to say. Yes, sorry. I do have more to say. I have more to say. I have more to say. You asked, you gave me questions. Yes, I did. Uh, one of them, is it relevant? Is it relevant to our 21st century life? I think it, in its maybe unintentional crass way, mm-hmm. it does shine a light on the issues of the day mm. in terms of sexual harassment and, and all of that um, stuff. And I think maybe that provides a service because it's so blatant mm-hmm. that people talk about it and it spells out what's wrong with it oh, okay. in the subtle ways. And I'm not saying it's all bad. Ah. And the fact it is relevant to th- things and issues that people are still dealing with um, makes me think that the datedness doesn't 
yeah, yeah, I think it is relevant. If only to show what you shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Okay. I mean, something that we we mentioned, um, I think when we were watching one of the biopics, was uh, the idea that, you know, 25 years ago when we were children, adolescent, quite a lot of comedy films from the 50s and 60s were shown on television. Mm-hmm. And you would see the Doctor films, Norman Wisdom, what have you. Nowadays, the only comedy films that are shown on, you know, main TV channels, and I know that I appreciate they're not shown quite as much as they as they were, are the carry-ons. Right. And I think there is something in, in what we said about um, the actors being, and, and I think both the Kenneth Williams and the Barbara Windsor one kind of went for this, was they were better than this. And yes, they were, but at the same time, they weren't. You can't blame the carry-ons for the fact that these people didn't get their due elsewhere mm. because they were very good in these. Mm. They continue to be very good in these right to the right to the bitter end. Mm. Um, and I think it's a shame that the, the sort of the carry-ons are being blamed that they weren't better mm. for these people. When it's or, like, well, well what about all the other films that they didn't get cast enough, in? Yeah. yeah. Though I am glad that Bab's got uh, EastEnders because mm-hmm. that was that showed off a bit of a more of a range of acting. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought I have to say I do think the the Babs one. I mean, I'm nothing against Barbara Windsor, I very much like her, but I thought it was a bit self-serving. Yeah, it by was, a bit. Yeah, especially, and I think it's kind of thing. It's like if they brought, if I was Barbara Windsor and they brought me that script. I would have said, I love the fact you're making this, but I'm not going to be in it because it's basically saying, oh, what a wonderful person Barbara Windsor is. But don't you is. think she wrote the script? I think it's based on her, I don't think she wrote the script, but I think it's based on her autobiographies. Um, so I, I, that was the only thing I didn't hmm. like too much about that. But you are a humble man. I am a humble man, and I like humble people who are humble. And why did you marry me? I don't know. I think you are ever so humble. <laughs> uh, but uh, shall we then, because this is it, I can't ask you, shall we carry on? There's nothing else to carry on to. No. Um, but I would take this opportunity to uh, thank you, uh, our dear listeners. It has been great to carry on up the missus with you. And it has been wonderful to carry on up the missus with you, my darling. Oh, I can't think of another missus who I would rather carry on up. Uh, out of all your other missus. And I've just realised that sounds quite rude, doesn't it? <laughs> that had never that had never struck me before. Well, the carrying on up, up the missus means something a bit suggestive. Never occurred Make to you. Them, take them away. Now, what about those films, nearly carry on, that Colin was speaking about? Do we? Uh, shall 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 we carry on to them? Shall we carry on to them? No. No. It's all over. Oh no, it's not all over. That's the trouble with the world today. They haven't the courage to carry on like that brave few up there. But never fear, they'll always be ordinary, decent men and women ready to step in and fill the ranks and all the other cinemas throughout this septic aisle. Oh, the far-flung dominions and the majestics and the regals and the Gaumonts with their great organs coming up out of the floor, the mighty Wurlitzers, not to mention the Granadas and the Roxies and the Ionics and the Raviolis and the Saladoys and the Peace Pudding. One empire may have gone, but another will spring up to take its place. Nay, twins or even triples. 
and we shall carry on beyond these shores in Thailand, in Iceland, in Hindustan and Pakistan, in the faraway Burmese and the takeaway Chinese. We shall make them love on the beaches in the Middle East, in the front stalls and out the back, and the back stalls as well. Yes, for we are that, that precious few, that happy band that is Forever England. I don't speak for one. I speak for all. Oh, he does, you know. He's a terrible big mouth. Give us the fools and we will finish the job. For in a corner of every foreign field, we'll leave a little something that is part of our national heritage.